You're listening to From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, a podcast for those who want to take center stage in their lives. I'm your MC and number one fan, Letitia Cotto, master life coach, motivational speaker, and Maven Mama. I'm here to show you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams by teaching you how to tap into your innate brilliance and worthiness. If you're ready to let go of what no longer serves you and step into the highest version of yourself, you're in the right place. Let's get it popping. Hey there, honey bunny. It's your girl, Letitia Cotto, and I'm coming at you live from the front row, teaching you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams. We are making it do what it do here at Waco Work, so you may hear a whole lot of productivity going on in the background. No matter what, We're going to have a good time today. You're going to learn a lot. You might even laugh a little. And then you're going to go out there and live a lot in only the way that you can. Now, in each and every episode of From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, I always invite you to keep an open heart and an open mind. May tremendo aha moments inspire you to take center stage in your life so that you sing the song that God has placed in your heart. And I always encourage you to take everything I say with a grain of salt. Try it on for size. Like, really try it on. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, that's A-OK. I just hope that you'll always remember that an open mind is a mind of miracles. And I am praying that miracles pour into your life. I speak it, I believe it, and I receive it. All right, let's get into it. Today, I'm going to break down the Red Carpet Collective Soul Truths and why you should absolutely review these soul truths every single day of your life. So in the world of entrepreneurship, specifically online entrepreneurship, specifically online uh, entrepreneurship for like life coaches who are putting out online courses, membership programs, you know, download my affirmations, worksheet, so on and so forth, take my course, do this, do that. Most of the time, what they do is they direct you to what's known as a sales page. And the sales page is just one website page that gives you all the information you need about that offering, right? It's going to tell you uh, what the course is about or what the membership program is about, the features of it, the benefits of it, testimonials, what people are saying about it. And really, it's going to try to break down very clearly why you should join, why you should purchase, why you should take that course, do that thing, fulfill the call to action. And so the Red Carpet Collective is no different. There is a sales page. And so as I was creating the sales page, I really found myself wanting to distill my guiding principles, my teaching philosophy and methodology into a manifesto of sorts, just so that if a potential member's looking at it, they know clearly what it is that I'm about and what it is that the membership program's about and the core tenants that are just going to guide every single masterclass, coaching call, one-on-one check-in, just, you know, the pervading philosophy of this gorgeous program, right? So I ended up going with soul truths instead of manifesto because I think soul truths is more of my natural lingo. And I want to break these down to you today because, well, for a couple of reasons. So number one, you are always being inundated with external messaging about what you should be doing, 
what kind of person you should be, what you should be going after in your life and your career, where you should live. I mean, you name it, there's somebody or something out there trying to tell you how to do it or what to do or what you should want. And it's it's usually packaged as I have the answer. Download my br- my blueprint. I can show you the way. And you know, that's nice. And I'm all about doing your due diligence and doing your research and, and understanding the different schools of thought, you know, and using that to inform your decision. But I truly believe that at the end of the day, it's all about you because you've been given your life, not me, not so-and-so life coach, not so-and-so expert, but you. And so because you've been given that life, I know that deep down inside you have what it takes to live it, to create it, And to transform it in any way that you want, good or bad. And I think oftentimes when people start working with me, uh, they come with this sort of expectation that I'm going to give them the answers. Okay, like here, take notes, I'm going to tell you. And I am very loquacious, so I am going to talk to you. I'm going to give you perspectives. I'm going to give you tips and tricks. I'm going to talk about case studies or books or podcasts that I've read uh, because I'm a nerd like that. And I am never going to tell you what to do. (laughs) (laughs) because it's your life and I am not that powerful. I just give you like different things to think about. So I I kind of feel like there's often this letdown of Letitia didn't tell me the answer. I want to know the answer. And I'm like, yo, if I knew the answer, (laughs) my name would be God. And it is not. It's Letitia Cotto. So um, there's that. But I think that it's so important to review these soul truths as a reminder of who you are, who you are to God, what you have inside of you already, and why it's so important for you to really step up to the plate and take radical responsibility for your life so that you can live your life in only the way that you can. Like, that's not a tagline to me. Like, that's really how I feel. And so these soul truths are really comprised of things that I say regularly. Like, I honestly think that there's nothing here that you're not going to say, oh, I've heard that before right? Because I say these all the time. And another thing too, not only is there a lot of external messaging, like on what you should do, there's a lot of external criticism and judgment, right? And why are you doing that? Or why do you wear your hair that way? Or why do you drive that car? You should be doing that, 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 that. And it can be really hard to live an authentic life if you are Surrounded by people who are constantly cutting you down or criticizing you, right? It's really hard for you to be creative. It's really hard for you to tap into your joy and your passion and what you truly want to contribute to this world if you've got a lot of haters around you or a lot of complainers or just a lot of people who, quite frankly, aren't happy with their lives and that is spilling over into their communication with you. You know, the Bible says you have to guard your heart. You have to guard your mind. And you have to be very selective about the people that get to whisper in your ear, so to speak, or the types of messaging that that you take seriously, okay? And so by always reminding yourself of these soul truths, my hope is that not only will you start to focus on more life-affirming positive thoughts, but you'll be more selective and intentional with who gets to be in your energy field and who gets to take up space in your mind. 
there's so much in, in life that we can't control. I, I mean, that's one thing I always say. You can't control the weather, the traffic, the economy, and you definitely can't control other people. And you can look at that one of two ways. You can be discouraged and be like, oh, woe is me. I can't control this. My life, I feel so powerless. Or you can focus on what you can control. And what you can control is so powerful in and of itself that it really does outweigh all the other stuff that you can't control. And that is your thoughts. That's that's the thoughts that you choose to think, the behaviors you choose to engage in, the actions you choose to take. That is your seat of power. And to me, if you can, even if you're surrounded in the midst of negativity or complainers or haters, and you're not really in a situation where you can just up and go, you can absolutely continue to input life-affirming positivity into your life yourself, even if those around you are not giving it to you. It becomes even more important for you to to develop the mental fortitude um, to block all that out and to focus single-handedly on what it is you're creating. And so by constantly reviewing these soul truths, my hope is that you will turn your focus and your attention to what's working in your life, to who you truly are, and to the genius that you've been gifted with. So, and another thing too, you've got a lot of self-limiting beliefs, right? So every time I tell you, hey, yo, you're a precious child of God, you're like, okay, Tish. And then there are literally 1,000 thoughts floating through your mind telling you other things about how stupid you are or how silly you are or how... um how irresponsible you are with X, Y, Z, pointing out your mistakes, pointing out your failures, right? You have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day on average. And the majority of those thoughts are thoughts that you thought yesterday, right? So we are habitual thinkers. We have a very defined way of thinking and it repeats itself every single day. And then what's more is the majority of those thoughts are negative, So you're thinking the same negative, crappy thoughts every single day. And when you're starting to transform your life, you're starting to do things differently. You're starting to think different thoughts. That means that you've got to be more intentional with what you're inputting into your mind. And so I believe that these soul truths will help you to center in and ground down in the truth of who you are, not who other people say you are, not even who you say you are, but the actual truth of who you are. And, you know, it's like you've got this song, this negative crappy song playing in your head, and you're slowly starting to switch up the playlist. And you've got to do it consistently. When I was in high school, and I've told this story before, I did Taibo for, gosh, three or four years. Every single day, I did a 30-minute basic workout with Billy Blanks. I had the best arms in life. (laughs) Shout out Billy Blanks for my chiseled arms back in high school. Um, And one of the things that he used to say, I think, you know, my mom was my first life coach and Billy Blanks was my second life coach. But he used to always say, hey... It took time for you to get out of shape. It's going to take time for you to get back into shape. And that comforted me because I was like, okay, well, if I've been out of shape for 10 years and I've only been working out for two months, I can't really get down that I haven't seen the progress in two months because I am going against 10 years of not 
working out. And that's the same thing with your thoughts and with any positive change that you're making. If you've been doing things a certain way for 10, 20, 30 years, thinking self-defeating thoughts for 10, 20, 30 years, you know, eating crappy food for 10, 20, 30 years, we got to be realistic. You can't expect with two weeks of healthy eating or two weeks of going to the gym or, or two weeks of reciting affirmations is going to be able to um, stand up against 10, 20, 30 years of the opposite destructive behavior. And I say that not to discourage you like, man, there's no point. Like I've just been conditioned to to be defeated. No, I want you to be realistic. It just means that you need more time of doing the good stuff because you've done the bad stuff for so long. So don't get down when you look in the mirror and the six pack abs aren't there yet. Nah, boo, you're going against 10, 20, 30 years of inactivity with your two weeks or your two months or even your two years, right? 10, 20, 30 years, you just got to kind of put it in perspective and say, oh, okay, I just got to keep going. And it's the same thing with the soul truths, you know, 60 to 80,000 thoughts a year or a day, sorry, 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. We want to make sure that at least 400 of those are positive, right? And so a lot of people, when I tell them, you know, like affirmations, it's like, yeah, do it, you know, say this 500 times a day. They're like, what? And I'm like, you have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. 500 is not even a drop in the bucket, right? Like you got to always put it in perspective. So those are the reasons why I think that you should absolutely review these soul truths every single day. You're going to want to write these down, okay? If you're driving, stay safe. You can replay this when you get to the house. Write these down in your own handwriting because what it does, when anytime you handwrite something, it triggers the part of your brain associated with memory. So it's going to help sink in whatever it is that you're writing down even more. All right, so here we go. Number one, you are a precious child of God, and you've been given this life to live in only the way that you can. I'm going to say it again. You are a precious child of God, and you've been given this life to live in only the way that you can. I tell you, I say that literally in every podcast episode, every email I send to the Honey Bunny Inner Circle, uh, every blog post, every video like this, this to me is like the number one soul truth that I wish I could tell the entire world and that I will continue to say until my very last breath because it is so true. And I always thank my daughter for this tremendo aha moment because the first time I held her in my arms, I realized just how precious each and all of us are to God. Regardless of your origin story, regardless of what you've been through or where you are now, you are a precious child of God and you've been given your life. And, you know, we talk a lot in the Red Carpet Collective about Parabda Karma, Parabda Karma, sorry. It's this concept that you signed up for a spiritual curriculum and you're here on Earth School and your spiritual curriculum is customized to you and everything and everybody in your life is going to facilitate those spiritual lessons. And that's the only reason why you're here, is to learn your lessons. And so when I say you've been given this life to live in only the way that you can, 
It's because nobody else has your spiritual curriculum. So how do you know what your spiritual curriculum is? Look at the, the, the people and the patterns, the situations, the circumstances, the behaviors that continually show up in your life, right? Um, I can't tell you how many times I've had girlfriends say, yo, it's like I'm dating the same guy. Well, that's a spiritual lesson. Or why do I always end up working for this same type of supervisor? That's a spiritual lesson. Um, so anything that keeps on coming up into your life and it's like the same thing, but just like a different person or a different city, that might be a spiritual lesson. But yeah, you are a precious child of God. There's literally nobody like you in the entire universe. And you are so loved by life itself, by the creator of the universe. Even if that hasn't been your experience, it is absolutely a soul truth. And the second soul truth is there's nothing you need to do, be, or have to be worthy of love. You know, oftentimes we, we place so many conditions on ourselves. Like when I lose the 20 pounds, I'll feel beautiful. When I get the promotion, I will feel successful. When I insert accomplishment here, then I will be worthy. Then I will be enough. Then I will have arrived. And it's... it's like a cosmic joke, that the truth of the matter is you don't need to do, be, or have anything because you're worthy just the way you are. And again, I just take it back to the first time I held my daughter in my arms and it just clicked with me that there's nothing that she'll ever need to do, be, or have in order to have my love. And there's nothing that she could ever do or a mistake or a failure that she could ever make that would make me not love her. Like that is what unconditional love is. There's not a condition. Um, there's no way to lose it. And that was such an eye-opening moment in my life that that is how God feels about me, that I don't have to be the straight A perfect student. I don't have to be, you know, the CEO of a multimillion dollar company, or I don't have to have abs of steel to be worthy of love or acceptance or success or any of the beautiful things in this life. It is my, my birthright to be worthy because I am here and because I'm a precious child of God. And the same thing goes for you. Again, number two, there's nothing you need to do to be or have. There's nothing you need to do, be or have to be worthy of love. And number three, you deserve brilliant, breathtaking love. And it always begins with you. Again, you deserve brilliant and breathtaking love, and it always begins with you. I believe that self-love, and, and this was what, you know, episode 72 was all about. Self-love unlocks the magic in your life. Because with the way that you treat yourself, you set the tone for your life. You are showing people how to value you by the way you value yourself. You are absolutely worthy of the love that you seek but oftentimes you're going out there and you're seeking it from other people, whether it's a romantic partner or acceptance from, you know, your coworkers or a circle of friends or insert people here. But the truth of the matter is, 
Are you accepting yourself? Are you appreciating yourself? Are you respecting yourself? And a lot of times what's going on in the outside is just a reflection of what's going on in the inside. So if you find that people are constantly taking advantage of you or lying to you or treating you a a certain way, I want you to stop and go inward because that is just a reflection of what's going on and what you believe you deserve, right? So many times we settle in life because we don't think that we could do any better. And the truth of the matter is, Nabu, you are worthy of everything. But if you don't believe that, if you don't live that, if you don't demonstrate that, if you don't stand up for yourself and if you don't speak your truth, there's nobody else out there that's going to be able to do it for you, right? I always say, you know, like with my clients, I want you to be happy, but I can't want it more than you do. You have to want it for yourself, right? So it always begins with you. Love is an inside job. And so often what you're looking for out there, you actually already have in here. So again, you deserve brilliant and breathtaking love. And it always begins with you. Number four, the purpose of life is to give your life purpose. You deserve the time, space, grace, and permission to create the life of your dreams. I'm going to say that again. The purpose of life is to give your life purpose. You deserve the time, space, grace, and permission to create the life of your dreams. And, you know, now that I think about it, you know, there was so much emphasis when I graduated high school to have it all figured out. Like, what are you going to major in? You know, because that was going to control or determine how you're going to spend the rest of your life, right? Like if you majored in chemistry, that probably meant you were going to go to med school, become a doctor, right? You There was so much emphasis on you figuring out the path at the age of 16, 17, 18, around the time that you're taking the PSAT and the SAT and applying to college. And I'm like, if you really step back and think about it, that's crap. We're putting a lot of pressure on young people to figure something out that a lot of us in our late 30s and 40s and 50s still haven't figured out. It's just so like it's a crock of crap. You know, when you're 18 years old, 18 years old, uh, 18 years is not really a long time if you think about it. When you think about the fact that there are trees that have been on the earth for thousands of years And here you got an 18-year-old and you're saying, here, you got to have it all figured out. You got to have the path. Um, And I think back to what I wanted back then. And over time, it has changed. It has morphed. And it is completely different. If you would have asked me at 18 years old what I wanted, I wanted to be the female Clive Davis. I wanted to be at the top of the music industry. And... You know, that was my path. That was my dream. That was my passion. That's what I ended up doing, right? Like I ended up going into the Latin music business. I worked in Miami for five years. Uh, Towards the end of my time in music, I was running a small uh, record label, a tropical record label. And then my life crashed. You can listen to episode six to hear all about that. And now, (laughs) fast forward to 2020, I am a master life coach and motivational speaker. I help people love themselves into the life of their dreams. And that's very different from what I thought I wanted when I was 18. So I want to tell you, um, continue to think about the purpose of your life. 
Like, what am I here to do? What do I love to do? What do I want to contribute in this world? These are beautiful questions. And (laughs) think about it and take some of the pressure off of it, okay? Because as you evolve, your life purpose may evolve, right? You are not set in stone. Your life purpose is not set in stone. So the purpose of your life really is to give your life purpose at every single stage, And then you tweak it, you review it, you say, does this feel authentic to me? No. Well, then what does, right? And in order to go through that process, that ever evolving dialogue with the universe, you have to give yourself the time, space, grace, and permission to create the life of your dreams, to contemplate what matters to you, to contemplate if what you're doing now is truly fulfilling you, to contemplate what it is that your soul has inside of it that needs to be expressed. And that's not a one and done conversation. That is a lifetime dance. I call it the co-creation cha-cha that you're going to be doing with the creator of the universe. And there are going to be times where he's, where the creators spinning, spinning you all over the floor, dipping you, bringing you back up. You're going to be doing a little cha-cha all over the ballroom floor. And then there might be, you know, times where it's not as active or it, the, the beat and the tempo of the song changes. And you've got to let yourself go through that. This is your life. It is a breathing, living thing. I think Nayira, Nayira Wahid said that. And I love that quote, you are a living, breathing thing. And so is your life. So again, the purpose of life is to give your life purpose. And you deserve the time, space, grace, and permission to create the life of your dreams. The next soul truth, your soul knows the way and your life runs on divine timing. I got a text from a really good friend hmm, a couple of days ago. And he was like, you know, Tish, I'm thinking about the future and I'm, I'm really thinking about these two options. I could either do option A or option B. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you want to do? Well, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? It's your life, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's like, well, and then he kind of went into, well, if I do option A, this will set me up for da-da-da-da-da. And if I do option B, that'll be a really good look for da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like but what do you want to do? (laughs) You know, I'm like, if you could do anything, what would you be doing? Like if there were no limits, if you could go after anything that you wanted to do, what would you do? So he answers back, right? And the answer that he gave me quite honestly, wasn't anything out there. Like he wasn't saying, oh, I want to go, you know, live in a condo on Mars, right? That, you know, in 2020, that's, that's not really an option. This is not total recall. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. Well, why, if that's truly what you want, if that's truly what like sounds appealing and exciting and passionate and enthusiastic, why wouldn't you be setting yourself up for that? Right? Well, you know, I don't know if I have the connections for that. I don't know. And I'm like, all of that is just due diligence. All of that is research. All of that is execution. But why wouldn't you go towards what it is that you truly want to do, right? I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt. It was this quote. It was like, well, there's two, there's two quotes. The first is, do what you want to do because either way you're going to be criticized. Like if you do what you truly want, they're going to criticize you. If you do something else, they're still going to criticize you. So you might as well do what you want, right? But the second quote, 
And now, come to think of it, I don't even know if she said it, and I am about to butcher it. That's one thing. I love quotes, but I constantly butcher them. But I hope you can follow me with what I'm about to say is, you know, get that degree, right? A lot of people are like, I'm too old. It's going to take four years. Well, guess what, boo? The four years are going to pass anyways. So you might as well be working towards something in those four years because the time is going to pass, right? And so my thought is, you know, yeah, that may seem like a far off outlandish dream right now, but your dreams always come two or three sizes too big so that you can evolve into them. Your dreams are some of the greatest spiritual facilitators of your curriculum, your Parabda Karma that you are here to learn. So of course you are not in the position to, you know, run a multi-million dollar company. The whole point is that you embark on that journey to turn into the person who runs that multi-million dollar company, right? But if you never take the first step, you're never going to evolve. You're never going to hit that goal. What is it? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. But at least, you know, if you take the shot, there is a percentage that it actually goes in. So, you know, and, and if you're listening to this, my dear friend, your soul knows the way. But we have been inundated with all of these layers of programming of what is possible or what isn't possible for us. And a lot of those are arbitrary. A lot of those don't a lot of those don't serve where you are now or they're not indicative of your reality. Um, I have a cousin right now who is a senior in high school and you know, I always tell her, you live in such a beautiful, gorgeous time in history where if you have a dream, you literally have the resources to make it come true. Like right now, I am recording my podcast with my laptop, with my little uh, uh, microphone and my pop filter in Waco, Texas. But praise God, because of technology, you could be in California, you could be in Greece, you could be in India right now listening to me because of technology, right? Because of because of Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Pandora, right? If this was 1980, it would be so hard for me to reach you. You see what I'm saying? And so I always like, yo, I get so hype and she just kind of looks at me. I'm like, there are makeup influencers who are literally in their bedroom doing makeup tutorials, getting sponsorships, right? Getting, doing affiliate marketing, editing their videos. And I'm not minimizing because let me tell you something. Anytime you do a podcast or you do a video or you do any type of content creation, it is not as easy as you think it is. And the only way you know that is by doing it. So when you see those makeup tutorials, those Instagram reels or on TikTok, and you're like, oh, they're just putting on makeup. No, boo-boo. It is a lot more uh, difficult than you're giving it credit for. But look at them. Like they're doing something and creating income streams out of putting makeup on or doing a dance and going viral, right? So we literally are blessed to live in a time that if your soul is telling you that you need to write a book or you need to start selling your own clothing line, you literally have resources that are either free or minimal cost to get you going, right? Instagram is free. TikTok is free, right? Facebook is free. 
So you have been, Pinterest is free. You have these platforms, these powerful platforms where you have the ability to reach millions of people across the globe with your offering. So I I really do want to tell you that your soul knows the way and the time is now. It is now, right? Your life runs on divine timing. And what I mean by that is, you know, and it depends on on the way you grew up, what you were taught, you know, what your culture or your religion or your close friends or your community says about the timeline of your life. And for women, um, and I think it's gotten a lot better, praise God, and this is something I am not doing with my daughter at all, but it's like this expectation that you should be married by the, by the time you're 30. There's so many women that I know that we're over 30 and we're not married right? But it's a different day and age. But depending on how you were raised and depending on what your beliefs are, you may feel like you're far behind. You may feel like you're a failure because you had all of these things that you said, okay, by by the time I'm 30, I'm going to be married and have, you know, two kids. And then by 32, I'm going to get my master's. And then by 35, you know, I'm going to have this, that, or the other. We bought our first house when we were 27. We're going to retire by the age of, you see what I'm saying? And what I have found to be true is that planning is essential, but plans always change, right? Like the act of planning is so crucial, but all the plans that you make, <laughs> you're lucky if, if you can have at least 60% of what you planned come to pass, you go girl, you go boy, because <laughs> Because let me tell you, uh, with God, always write in pencil because you may have it all planned out. And then the universe says, ah, we're going to throw in uh, a curveball and, and, and knock you off guard. But your soul knows the way and your life runs on divine timing. I love it. You know, I think um, there's that like meme and it's like Vera Wang, dis, you know, started designing dresses in her 40s. I think she was like an ice skater. Uh, when she was younger, like there are so many people who have come into their purpose later on in life that by you constantly giving yourself the pressure of a timeline or saying, oh, it's too late for me to start an, a new career or it's too late for me to do this or that or I could never um, do this in five years. You're really limiting yourself because guess who's in your corner? The creator of the entire universe. For God, a thousand years is like one day, right? So if your life is running on divine timing, God could come in and take your little timeline and transform it. He can either make it go longer or go faster, but you're really not limited. You're right on time. Um, you know, part of me is like, man, I wish that I would have started the podcast sooner. I wish that I would have all of the wisdom and the know-how in my business. I wish I would have had this like 10 years ago when I was still in my 20s. I would be so farther along right now. But I really do have to stop and think my path is perfect. And everything that has gotten me to this moment has made me better and has given me more to talk to you about, right? Because what am I sharing with you? I'm sharing with you what I've learned from the school of hard knocks. I'm sharing with you all of my mistakes, all of my failures, all of my learnings, and had all of the entrepreneurial stuff solidified in my 20s. 
I would not have done all the twists and turns to tell you, hey, honey bunny, watch out for this, right? So all of it, the highs, the lows, the twists, the turns, all of it is for a reason. Even if right now you don't understand and you're like, God, I just need this to pop off right now. Yo, I be giving God those type of prayers all the time. Like, Lord, please, let's make this happen right now. But in the same way that you, when you put a pie into the oven, and there's directions that say, you know, lead a pie in the oven for 45 minutes to an hour. Guess what? If you take that pie out at 30 minutes, you're like, oh, I'm tired of waiting. That pie is going to be nasty, right? Like there is a method to it. You're being baked like a little pie right now <laughs> is what I'm trying to tell you. But yes, your soul knows the way instead of downplaying, dismissing, denying, trying to go another route, you know, just lean into what your soul is saying. Listen to it. Give it credence. Put a plan around it. Let it facilitate one of the greatest spiritual lessons of your life, and that is trusting yourself and trusting that God gave you an internal GPS system that points you in the direction you should go to. But here's the thing about GPS systems. They'll, they'll point you in the right direction, but they can't take the path for you. You have to walk the path. You have to get in the car and drive. You see what I'm saying? So you have that internal GPS. Are you going to drive? Okay. So again, your soul knows the way your life runs on divine timing. Here's the next one. This world needs your voice, your vision, your dreams, and your contribution. I'm going to say that again. This world needs your voice, your vision, your dreams, your contribution. You know, your genius is so ubiquitous to you. And ubiquitous means like it is so like the McDonald's arches here in the States, right? Like you, you drive down the street, you're going to see like five McDonald's, right? Like it's just everywhere. Your genius is so ubiquitous that you don't recognize it and you take it for granted. You foolishly believe that everybody sees the world the way you do. Everybody can do what you do. Right. If somebody compliments you, oh, no, you know, it's really nothing like you really have yourself fooled thinking that there's nothing special about you when you are a once in a lifetime event event. Even if you're an identical twin, there's literally nobody like you in the entire universe. You are 100 percent on purpose. Right. All of your experiences, your education, your training, your passions, your quirks, your failures, your trauma, your um philosophical ideas, all of that, all of that comes together in this beautiful amalgamation that is you and we need you. Imagínate tú, imagine if Beyonce had said, oh, well, you know, there are already so many fantastic singers, right? Like I wouldn't have so many anthems in the soundtrack of my life, right? Or if, you know, Malala had decided that, oh, well, you know, there's already so many activists for girls' education. Or if, you know, Oprah had said, well, you know, there's so many reporters out there already, so many TV people, right? And yet we need their voice and their vision and their dreams and their contribution. And the same goes for you. Um, you... You know, it's, I have so many thoughts right now. I'm like trying to get it all out. You 
rob the world every time you don't share, every time you don't contribute. Now, that doesn't mean that everything that comes out of your mouth is going to be a great idea. Um, but it's like a brainstorming session. You have to ideate. You have to get it out there. You have to pivot. You have to rework. You have to get feedback. Make it better. Nobody starts out as, you know, the MBA v- MVP, right? Like nobody starts out at the top. But it is by allowing yourself to show up and contribute over and over again that you gain mastery. And it is your mastery. It's your expertise. It is your authenticity, right? You know, it's a lot of life coaches out there, but there's only one Letitia Cotto. And it has taken me years to understand that, yeah, they we could be saying the same thing, but it's going to resonate a lot differently because of me, <laughs> right? And because of them. Um, I love all of these spiritual teachers, but sometimes I don't get it because I didn't grow up like that or I didn't, I don't talk that way or I don't live that way. So the people that rock with me is because they get it. They get the hoops, they get the red lipstick, they get the Adidas originals, they get the music references, and there's somebody out there. And, and you know, even with this podcast, I was, I was telling you on episode 71, I, I thought about discontinuing it, but I got um, a sign from God through a young lady who said, Letitia, your podcast has really helped me. And when she told me that, you know, again, because you think, oh, well, you know, everybody everybody gets this. Everybody can, can talk about self-love or life coaching this way. But when she told me that I was like, yeah, she needed to hear a message. And I was the one giving it to her. I was a, I was the vessel through which God blessed her. So you are here to be a vessel of God's goodness, right? God's love, God's joy, God's peace, God's hope. You are here to be one of God's angels on earth, just by being you. And we need you. We need your ideas. We need you to stand up against systemic oppression, right? We need you out there. We need you in the classrooms teaching kids. We need you, um, you know, sharing your online courses. We need you. We, we do. Please don't rob us of your genius because you don't see it, okay? The next one, everything is working in, the f- in favor of the highest evolution of your soul, Everything is working in favor of the highest evolution of your soul. The good, the bad, the ugly, the twists, the turns, the detours, the um, <laughs> the plot, the, all of it, all of it is working in favor of the highest evolution of your soul. But what I can tell you is when you're in the thick of it, you don't want to hear that, right? You don't want to hear it. It hurts and it feels like a slap in the face anytime somebody says, God's got it all under control. If your life is falling apart, that's the last thing you want to hear. And it's also the truth. You know, 10 years ago, I was living one of the most painful experiences of my life. Again, episode six. And looking back, because that was 10 years ago and I've had so much time to reflect and I have grown so much uh, personally and spiritually and emotionally and, and just maturity wise, right? I realize that it actually, like when you just state the facts, it wasn't actually really that big of a deal, but I was so in the thick of it and so in my feelings and so hurt that it was everything to me. And it, and you know what? It's valid if you feel it. 
Like your feelings are valid. So don't let nobody try to minimize. Oh, it ain't that serious. Oh, you shouldn't be reacting like that. No, boo boo. You are entitled to your feelings. Feel them, process them, heal from them, and then let them go when the time is right. But back then when I was in the thick of it, I was like, God, why are you doing this to me? Like all I ever wanted to do was be in the music business and everything in my life is crashing and burning and I don't get it. But now here I am 10 years later and I get it. I get it for so many reasons that that time period, that that um, part of my life gave me so many spiritual lessons and it set me on a different path that brought me here to you. But had that not happened, I would have stayed in that situation. I would not have grown as a person and I would not have found my way here to you. So even though I couldn't see it at the time, everything was working in the favor of the highest evolution of my soul. And even now, like I am not immune to hardship because I am walking my spiritual path, right? And that's something that you've got to accept too. You're just because you have a relationship with God, just because you are a spiritual person, just because you are a good person, that does not exempt you from the trials, tribulations, and hardships of life. People get sick, people get died, people get died. Oh my goodness. I can't speak today. People get sick, people die, people lose their jobs. And it is going to happen. It's inevitable. But what I have found is that my relationship with God, my spiritual path helps me to navigate those situations, right? Um, otherwise, it's, and I think I've said this before in the um, in the podcast, otherwise, you're just like a candle in the wind, like that uh, song that Elton John wrote about Princess Diana, like a candle in the wind, never knowing who to cling to when the rain come in. Would have liked to known you, but I was just a candle burned out long before legend never did. <laughs> but it's like that, like you're going to be like a candle in the wind, like like you're going to be all over the place. But your spiritual beliefs, your relationship with God gives you an anchor because it's not a matter of if those things are going to happen. It's a matter of when and Everything, everything, everyone, even those people who break your heart, those people who destroy your belief in yourself. Listen, if somebody doesn't believe in you, they're actually giving you a gift because they're giving you the opportunity to believe in yourself. If somebody treats you like crap, they're actually giving you a gift because then that gives you the opportunity to treat yourself the way you want them to treat you. Right. Remember, we talked about it's an inside job. So. Even the crappiest moments can become a blessing if you will sit with that lesson and allow it to transform you. Because if somebody's constantly putting you down or hurting you or or making your life miserable, guess what, boo? You get to develop that spiritual lesson of courage and bravery and speaking your truth and standing up for yourself. Ojo, if you are in a domestic violence situation, This is outside of the scope of that because I understand that there are so many things that you have to deal with that is not as simple as you just standing up to somebody. If you need help, please call the domestic, the National Domestic Violence Hotline. You can email me info at letitiacato.com. Please stay safe. Like I got to put this in context because I don't want people to just take my words and like twist them. 
but everything is working out in favor of the highest evolution of your soul. So yeah, even in the midst of like right now, is my life perfect? No, there's so many things that I, you know, am dealing with that I am navigating, even just being a mom, I have the the best, most beautiful child in the world, and I'm still figuring it out, right? And I'm still going to be figuring it out. So I have to stop and think in moments where I feel discouraged or I feel defeated and I want to quit that this too is working in my favor, okay? The last one is every version of you already exists within you. Every version of you already exists within you. You get to show up. You get to choose how you show up to life regardless of your circumstances. I'm going to say that again. Every version of you already exists within you. You get to choose how you show up to life regardless of your circumstances. So I think about this a lot with people who are working in fast food. That you can tell the people that are going to go far and the people that aren't. And what I mean by that is the people with the bad attitudes, the people that like, you know, <laughs> they're like, you want me to do what? <laughs> you want what? And and they're just not happy to be there. Um, it says a lot about how they're showing up to life, right? And what am I trying to say to you? You could be the janitor, but if you do your job with joy, you probably won't stay there very long in that position, right? In every single circumstance, whether you're working fast food, whether you're a janitor, whether you're doing a work-study program at your college, whether you are just the entry-level program coordinator at your job, right? If you will show up as if you are already the CEO because you are the CEO. You are the CEO of your life, right? Even if you're just working the, the drive through menu at Whataburger, you are the CEO of your life. And if you will show up and you will give that CEO energy to everything that you're doing, as within is without. Get the internal correct and the external will fall into place. But if you show up to life like, oh, well, you know what? I'm only making $18,000 a year. This sucks. I'm never going to get a raise. This is just, you know, I'm just here. Ugh, I'm ready to go home. I don't want to be here. And you be huffing and a puffing on the clock. Guess what, boo? What you put out, you get back in. So I want to I want to tell you that your power is you get to choose how you show up to life, regardless of if you're working a minimum wage job or you are at the top of the company. Right. And every version of you already exists within you, both good and bad. So tap into the highest version of yourself. What how does that person show up to life? How do they deal with difficulties? How do they manage their time? What kind of people do they surround themselves with, right? Uh, Tara Moore wrote this book, and I've talked about it before on the podcast, Playing Big. In that book, there is an inner mentor visualization. And in fact, you can Google inner mentor visualization Tara Moore, and it'll come up. It's like a 20-minute visualization where she guides you to meet the highest version of yourself. She calls it the inner mentor. But that version of you that has already achieved those dreams that you're dreaming, that wiser um, 
capable, worthy person standing in their power. And she guides you to meet them and tap into them and listen to them. Because guess what? That version actually already exists within you, right? The reason why there's this concept of the inner child, and that's a whole nother podcast episode, is because that inner child is in you. All versions of you are in you. And you know how you know when a certain song plays, right? Music is so powerful because when a certain song plays, it can put you in that feeling. It's like for that quick moment in time, you're that 12-year-old sitting up in your room listening to Brandy, right? For a moment in time, you're that five-year-old sitting in the back seat of your mom's car as y'all are going out of town. That's how powerful music is because it can put you in there because it's tapping you into all of those versions in you that already exist. So we want to use that in our favor and start to call in that version of us that knows better, that does better, that has the success that we're wanting. And the way that we do that is by choosing how we show up to life. Because remember, there's so many things we can't control, the weather, other people, the economy, but we can absolutely always choose how we show up to life. So I know that this is super wordy, but I really do want you to listen to these soul truths, contemplate them, write them down, put them down where you can see them every single day. And when you feel discouraged, when you feel defeated, when you want to give up, when the haters and the complainers and the criticizers are all up in your grill and when your self-limiting beliefs are are trying to entice you to believe the worst in yourself, you have to flip the switch and get intentional and start inputting life-affirming positive thoughts about who you are and who you are to God. Because here's the deal. You, you can't control what they call you, but you can always control what you respond to, right? And, and I, I really do mean that with everything that you are such an amazing amazing, precious child of God. And it's such an honor for me to be able to remind you of that, to remind you of your worthiness, to remind you that you're here for a reason and that the world is a better place because you exist. I truly do believe that. I believe in your greatness. I believe in your magic. I believe in your dreams. And I am holding space for you so that you can believe them for yourself because you're that powerful. All right. Don't talk yourself out of it. Talk yourself into it. Use the power of your choice. Choose how you show up to life, okay? Now it's your turn. Leave a comment. Let me know your greatest takeaway from this episode. If you like this episode, please, please, please share it with a friend. That is the the biggest blessing that you could give me is to share this work with other people. I'm cheering for you. Like you're listening to an episode titled with a lyric from Mariah Carey's My All. From the front row. Letitia. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for rocking with me today. Make sure and subscribe so that you don't miss out on all this goodness. If you love this episode, leave a glowing review on iTunes and share with a friend. Don't forget, the show don't stop here, honey bunny. Join me over at LetitiaCotto.com or find me on Instagram and Pinterest at I am Letitia Cotto. You'll find uplifting quotes, life-changing tips and tricks, and a whole lot of inspiration. It's an honor to support you from the front row.